0: Genesis 6 verse 8 So we will continue from Genesis 9 to the end, Genesis 22. I just want to move back a little bit so I can bring out the point that I'm making. Genesis 4:26 says Seth also had a son and he named him Enos. Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. So, back in Genesis 4, Seth had a son, Enos, and men began to call on the name of the Lord. So, apparently everything was going decent here. Fast forward to Genesis 6, 5. It says here, And God saw the wickedness of man. God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts and his heart of his heart was only evil continually. so now they are at a point where this is men are their thoughts, their imagination it 's evil continually, not evil sometimes, evil continually so if we look at this properly, from Adam to Noah, it took o- it's, it's 10 generations, and it took 10 generations for man to corrupt themselves so badly that God is getting ready to destroy all flesh on the face of the earth. Psalm 145 verse eight: "The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger. And rich in love. But yet still, God is getting ready to destroy all flesh. So they, whatever they were doing, they were doing it consistently. And they were doing it in such a way that it provoked God to anger. Because the Bible tells you, He is. Um, it says here, the Lord is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and rich in love. But they provoked him to the point now where he got angry and he's going to destroy all flesh. Not some people, all flesh, man and beast. Have you ever been rejected? Rejection is not a good feeling. Whenever one is rejected, the person doing the rejection is saying that you do not matter anymore. You don't matter to them. They do not want to associate themselves with you. Stay away. So that is exactly what the people were telling. um, That is exactly what the wicked men of Noah's days was telling God. Man did not want anything to do with God anymore and wanted him to stay away. They started to do evil. And evil cannot fellowship with good. So they didn't want God in their space. They wanted him aside. Because, you know, by not having him, not yearning for him, not trying to develop a relationship with him, they wouldn't have that guilty feeling. If they continue, if you continue to do something that is wrong over a period of time, after a while you won't have that that guilty feeling. So, they didn't want God around. So, Jeremiah 17. I left off the other part. The heart is deceitful among all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So, this is what had happened to these people. Well, the Bible says our hearts are are desperately wicked. Uh, um, Deceitful among all things and desperately wicked. But these people they were staying away from God who, who could um, restore them so it's not as, as if at some point they got restored and something happened and it started over again they were wicked just continually so that was the situation on earth at that time sometimes we think it's only this time but it was happening back in Noah's days so God is holy and he will not fellowship with sin and they did not want to do right so they rejected God. Salvation was not for Noah only. If others seek to serve God he would have done the same thing for them. So the, the salvation, the, the opportunity to be saved wasn't exclusively for, for Noah. Anyone else That listen to Noah preaching or try to reach out to God. They could have been saved. He would offer them the same privilege like what he offered Noah. But they didn't want it. The Bible says in um, verse 8 here. Genesis 6 verse 8. It says, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. In spite of all that is going on, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah had the unmerited favor of God in his life. Anytime God acts in a positive way towards us, he's showing us favor. The book of James 4.6. It says, but he gives us more grace. This is why scripture say, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. God showed favor to Noah because he humbled himself before him. Noah did not sit around and wait for God to act. He was sincerely seeking God's direction. So that is what he was doing and the others weren't doing. He was seeking God because he didn't want to just live like everybody else. He was seeking him. But the others, they were contented in what they were doing and they were getting more evil. Noah lived in a world that was sinful. Everyone besides Noah rejected God. Everyone else did what they wanted to do, which was evil continually. Every sin that, was, that you could imagine, they were doing it. And God took note of it and was ready to judge the world. But in spite of all of that, Noah remained righteous and you remain connected to God he had faith because he pleased God the book of Hebrew um, Hebrew 11 chapter 7 it says and without faith faith it is impossible to please God so we know Noah had faith but sometimes we look at this as a a Bible story. But if we try to look at this and and just picture ourselves in that situation, Noah's situation, what is happening now? We find that this wasn't easy for Noah. It's not like Noah was specially built so he could just endure it and, you know, all of that. We are faced with the same challenges. You know, once you let's say you grow up in a certain town and everybody knows you, knows what you used to do. Then you you decide to give your life to Christ and you start to live that life. You find more opposition from the people who know you than the stranger because the stranger, they're going to believe you for what you, you say you are until you prove them otherwise. While the people who know you they're going to say, who? Brother Chubby? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Brother Henry? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know you. You can't fool me. Even when you are sincere, you're serving God, they know you. Just imagine what he had to endure. I'm sure he was pressured many times to go along with what was popular at the time. I'm sure his lifestyle was not popular with the crowd, and they talked about him and laughed at him. They might have even become aggressive towards him at times because he was different from them. And a lot of times, when you're different from people, they they tend to feel like you're acting like you're better than them. So here it is now. He's trying to serve God. So he has a different style from them. He's not going to go places. He's not going to go say things that they say or do things that they do. So they're looking at him, oh, he thinks he's better than us. Uh, Noah had to guard his family from being drawn into sinful behavior of the world. So he wasn't responsible only for himself. He had to protect his family. And if he had children... The only difference is probably the games that they play at that time or how they socialize. But it's the same pressure. You're going to have some kids that their parents allow them to do that because they don't see anything wrong with it. While Noah didn't want his kids to grow up doing that kind of thing because that would lead them away. So he had to be guarding them. That That was the situation that we can look at right now and identify with it. So he had to guard his family from being drawn into sinful behavior of the world. The only way that Noah could have avoided the destruction around him was to keep his eyes on God. We see so many times. A a perfect example is when um, Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. And, you know, he, he said, if it's you, bid me to come. Peter stepped out and started walking when he had his eyes on him. And as soon as he started, took off his eyes and started looking at what was going on around him, then he started thinking. So Noah was focused on God. And that is exactly what kept him, you know, that he didn't stray to the right or the left. The same thing applies to us today. We must guard our hearts and our minds against the things of this world. Like Noah, we must remain focused on the prize, which is Jesus Christ. If we do this, we will please God just like Noah. The Bible says Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. And he's not a respecter of person. He's not going to respect Noah over us. If Noah serve God and we serve God, the same benefits Noah got, we will get. If we don't, by default, we have rejected God. So we are in chapter 9 now. These are the generations of Noah. Genesis 6, chapter 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. Noah was sincere. He wanted to do God's will because he believed. He served God with a pure heart. He developed an intimate relationship with God and only wanted to please him. Everything that Noah was told to do, he did with a willing heart. So the Bible. Second Peter 2. Verse 5. It says. If he did not spear the. Ancient world. When he brought the flood on its. Ungodly people. But protected Noah. A preacher of righteousness. And seven others. So the point I'm making here. The Bible refers to Noah. As a preacher of Righteousness. The only way you can preach righteousness is to be righteous. Right. So he preached righteousness here. All right. I'm moving on to 10. Genesis 6, 10. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. 11. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. Man had rejected God and relied upon the imagination of his heart to guide him. What a thing. We just looked at earlier. The heart is I don't remember. Right. And desperately wicked. And man was relying on their heart to guide them. The problem is Every imagination and intent of his heart was continually wicked. Genesis 6-5. Man no longer feared God. That's a dangerous thing when man no longer feared God. Here is what the Bible says about the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 9-10. I'm looking at the NIV version. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge... Of the Holy One. Is understanding. So right away you know these people had no. Wisdom. And understanding. Because they had no fear of God. Proverbs 8.13 says. To fear the Lord. Is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance. Evil behavior. And perverse speech. So. So. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. So they were evil. Because they didn't fear the the Lord. So they they must have been evil. And that's why it just kept on. Just multiplying and getting worse. Proverbs 15.33 Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord. And humility comes before honor. One more. Proverbs 14.12 There is a way that appears to be right but in the end it leads to death. Because they had no wisdom no fear of God there is a way to them that appears to be right. That's their understanding but it was leading them to death. And even when it was clear They couldn't understand it because they had no wisdom. No wonder the earth was corrupt because the people had no fear for the Lord. They would not listen to God. They wanted to do it their way. They wanted to do it their way. Okay. So we are at... uh, Genesis 12, Genesis 6:12 and 13. I'm just going to read this. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Um, this must have startled Noah. He said, let me just back up a little. He said, um, and God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. So, Noah must have been startled. There was no sign of pending destruction you know nothing was pointing them to any destruction probably if they had something like a volcano in the in the background and every now and then it um it erupted they could say you know something something like that might happen but there was nothing everything you know was just calm and they were just indulging in whatever they were doing there were no outward signs that encouraged Noah to believe what God was telling him, what God told him. There was no outward sign. All Noah had to work with is the instruction from God. In Genesis 6-9, it says Noah walked with God. So, he walked with God. He, he communicated with God. God told him. And because of his faith, that is all that he was going with because he saw nothing else to believe you know he wasn't he wasn't following god through vision he was believing god to walk with god is to be aware of god's presence at all time walking with god is also listening to him the bible tells of the blessing to those who listen to god and walk in his ways scriptures. Can, can someone find Proverbs 8.32 for me? Proverbs 8.32. There's another one, Psalm 128, verse 1. So Proverbs 8.32 and Psalm 128, verse 1. If you can read that for me, please. Anyone? Anyone first? 128, verse one okay, so twenty eight, verse one. Blessed is everyone that cares the Lord that walketh in his way. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Proverbs eight thirty two. Eight thirty two. it relatively. Now, therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that eh? keep my ways. Okay. So Noah kept the ways of the Lord. Noah walked with the Lord. And that's the reason why he got the revelation that he got. And that revelation saved him. And his family. We are getting into um, making the ark now. Uh, Genesis 6, 14, 15, and 16. These are the instructions for the ark. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be three hundred cubits. The breadth of it, fifty cubits. And the height of it, thirty cubits. A window shalt thou make to the ark. And in a cubit shalt thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shalt thou set in the, s- the side thereof. With lower, second, and third stories shalt thou make it. If you notice here, God is very specific yes. when he's yes. doing anything. So, you know, when you hear the story out on the road, oh, God will understand. Yes, he's God. He knows everything. But he's not going to excuse you for not doing the right thing because he out oh, sure. for falling short. Mm-hmm. That's it. God was very specific As to how he wanted Noah to build the ark and what materials he wanted him to use. He specified the length, width, and height. The ark had to be coated with tar in order to make it waterproof. Noah was instructed to make a window and one door and also make a lower, middle, and upper deck. And he would need food as well for for his family and the animals in the ark. The Bible also talks about Noah, a preacher of righteousness. We looked at that in 2 Peter 2.5. God was resolute in his decision to bring judgment on the world to punish sinners. So, he gave them time. He's a merciful God. But there was no sign of them doing anything besides continue to do evil. So, he... He had enough with them. So he was serious about punishing them. But here is how God is merciful. He was just as resolute in his effort to make a way for believers to escape the judgment. He, 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 he was going to punish them. And this was set. He was sincere about this. He was going to do it. But he also... Made a way for them to escape it. If they would listen to his word and change, change, you know, turn from their evil way. He used Noah to preach to the people for over a hundred years, a hundred and twenty. And they still never repented. In fact, they were surprised when the flood came. As if they were not warned over and over, because if we look at Matthew 24:37, it gives you an idea that they were um, they were surprised. It says, "For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah." Matthew 24:38 says, "For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking." marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark so it was business as usual you know um, back home we used to hear about we knew about hurricanes coming before time because at least you can predict that you know, you, you know a couple of days before but even when they tell you that the hurricane is right down on Jamaica you would see people walking about like they didn't care You know, this is something like just, uh, you know, a little gust of wind or something like that. They, They paid no attention to it. So these people know, they heard Noah preaching for a while, you know. They just went about their business, business as usual. Noah was preaching his heart out, just like how you see preachers doing today, the, the, the sincere, the righteous preachers I'm talking. they're preaching, you know, and nobody listening to them, or, you know, you just pretend like you're listening to them, but you're not following what they are preaching. And let's face it also, they might have thought Noah was crazy. He wasn't doing what they were doing. He was building this ark. They never saw it rain before. So all of that, they just felt like <laughs> Noah was, something was wrong. The same thing is happening today. Righteous preachers are preaching and we are not listening. You know, some people not listening. The people never saw rain before in Noah's day. And we, never, we have never seen the rapture. You know, the scripture is talking about the rapture. We have never seen the rapture. So it's easy to believe that this can't happen. In those days, they have never seen rain before. And, and um, when Noah built this ark or started building this ark and told them what was about to happen, they laughed because that never happened before. So there is some similarity here. never rained okay so um, chapter 17 Genesis six seventeen, and behold I even I do bring a flood of water upon the earth to destroy all flesh wherein is the breath of life from on the heaven and everything That is in earth shall die. In spite of all of this pending destruction. The Lord God remained committed to his promise. To warn his servants. The prophets. About pending judgment. God is a promise keeping God. And a covenant keeping God. He says in his word. Amos 3. Chapter 7. It says surely. The Lord God will do nothing but he revealeth his secrets unto his servants, the prophets. We have a scripture also in Genesis eighteen seventeen. It says, And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? And that is in reference to Sodom and Gomorrah. Um they were wicked also and God was about to destroy them so he sent his angels to destroy them they stopped by Abraham and that's when they decided to tell Abraham because Abraham was righteous and the Bible said he would do nothing unless he revealed his secret to his servants the prophets um Jonah 1-2. God was about to destroy Nineveh. He told Jonah. Jonah is a servant, a prophet. He told him to go and, you know, preach there. And if they repent, he would save them. We know the story. He went, he didn't want to go. Because he didn't want them to repent, he wanted them to die. But God had to reinforce his command that he sent, he gave Jonah. Jonah went and did it. So the people, they repented, they made their animals fast. Everybody fasted, including the animals. God honored that, and he didn't um, destroy Nineveh. Here God made it known to Noah for the first time how he planned to destroy creation. He planned to use flood water to destroy every living creature on the face of the earth. This was not to be some random act or accidental death to some people and not others. The Lord will cause it to rain and wipe out all flesh. He was making it clear that he is going to... um, He's going to do this. This is not an accident. God is in control of everything including the force of nature. God had been warning these people and he used Noah to preach to them for over 100 years, 120 years. But they would not listen. So, they had their eyes fixed on the things of the world. The created instead of the creator. So he used the thing he created that he, still, he has control over to destroy them. I wonder why God, used, God destroyed the animals as well. Have you ever wondered why God destroyed the animals? It is the humans who, um, who corrupted themselves. And continue to corrupt themselves. But he destroyed them as well as the animals. Um, well, you know what I did? I looked in the scripture and I saw... Uh, what I'm going to point out to you he- here is something that happened in the scripture that points to the same kind of situation. It's almost similar. It could be that when man sin, he contaminates the family and the animals. Joshua 7, 24 to 25. And Joshua and all Israel with him took Achan, the son of Zerah, and the silver, and the cloak, and the bar of gold, and his sons, and daughters, and his oxen, and donkeys, and sheep, and his tent, and all that he had. And they brought them to the valley of Achor. And Joshua said, Why did you bring this trouble on us? The Lord brings trouble on you today. And all Israel stoned him with stones. They burned them with fire and stoned them with stones. So, what had happened? Joshua was going out to um, conquer the land. And God had given Joshua strict commandments don't take anything. I think the city was Ai. Destroy it. Destroy the people. Yeah. Don't take anything. But this man, Achan, he saw gold bar. He saw stuff. So he took it. Yes. And he went back to his tent and he digged a, a hole, hide it there. Up to that point, Joshua didn't lose any, any battle. But when they went there, when they took, that goal, the lost some men. So Joshua retreated and cried to God and said, you know, you told us, basically you told us that as long as I follow you, right. we wouldn't lose any, any, any battle. Right. And he said, you know, why are you come here and crying to me? Get up. Somebody in, the, in, in, in your camp right. sinned and contaminated the camp. So he went back, and by lot he found out exactly who it was, and that's when he gathered them up. That sounds cruel, right? The, the wife and the children and the animals and everything. So he got they, they, they got everybody together, and they, they stone them to death, burn them, and just bury them in the same place. So I'm just thinking along that line that they um. Corrupted their animals, and and you know, everything had to be destroyed. Any question? Old Testament. Old Testament. Everybody. Yeah, that's what they were about to do. The that's what they did, did to um, the disciple. Yeah, uh, Stephen. Right, they killed him, and that was what they were about to do. This prostitute uh, is it a <laughs> the, the the one that they took to Jesus and said they caught her. Adultery, not prostitute. Yeah. So that was that was their way at the time. Yeah. That was the law. The law was harsh: an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. (laughs) It's still Oh but done under the under different thing. Oh, two I Uh, so once you see somebody with one hand, they you know you uh, oh. something. No chance, right? No. But again, this is a comment out. there. Noah, when Noah built the ad, remember he took some animals. God so instructed him to take some animals. Mm-hmm. To one of each. Two of, yeah, of each. Two of each, yeah. Yeah. All right, so.
1: Yeah. so.
0: Now, this was... Uh, there's a continuation, you know, in the uh, chapter 7, but this he planned to destroy, but he told him how much of what to save. species to save yes. so he did that mm-hmm. so oh, <laughs> 18 to 22 now. We are, um, we are wrapping up now. But with thee will I establish my covenant. And thou shalt come into the ark. Thou and thy son and thy wife. And thy son's wives with thee. 19. And of every living thing of all flesh. Two of every, every sort shall thou bring into the ark. To keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female. Of fowls after their kind, and of cattle after their kind, of every creeping thing of the earth after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive. And take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shall gather it to thee, and shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him. So did he. So God gave him all of these commandments. And the end says. So did he. So he did everything. That God commanded him to do. Right. This is the first time in the Bible. That you see. Um, the word covenant. So. It's spelled out a little uh, more. Further. You know in other chapters. But. God made a covenant with um, Noah to save him, his family, and um, the animals. And <clears throat> as a sign, we see the rainbow. Right. Whenever it rains, right. it's a reminder that He's not going to destroy the earth. That's that, c- yeah. <laughs> the task that Noah was given was difficult it was should I say labor intensive dangerous and to the world foolish because they were looking at Noah building this ark what is he going to run this ark on it's like you, you hear about the Jamaica, Jamaica having a bobsled team oh, yeah. <laughs> You know. <laughs> huh? They, they do, but <laughs> yeah, but where do we practice? There's no snow there or anything. So when they hear about this ark, where's the water? You know, so so they were looked. I'm sure Noah was looked at as being foolish. Was he, doing by he couldn't do that by himself. That that that's huge. So, um, his 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 family. I, I even read some things that he may have uh, solicited, solicited help, help. From, from, from other people. I but I, I, I don't see any um, anything in the Bible to, so how, to how prove that. It well, it, it probably is just a job for them. What if he, he paid them? I, I'm not sure. I didn't see anything in the Bible to support that. But I've read things that suggest that.
1: Overnight. It it was a long time.
0: Yeah. In addition, Noah preached to the people hoping they would be obedient to the preached word and save their lives. In the end, he managed to keep himself and his family safe. So, all that preaching over that long time, he didn't win one soul, but he kept his family together. Have you ever noticed a lot of pastors' children? Mm-hmm. You know, it's difficult to, to keep them because the enemy, the enemy goes against them uh, probably more than anyone else's right. children. So Noah was able to keep his family together, and that is good. He did not complain. This was a whole lot of work. It was hard. It was long. But he didn't complain. He was obedient and did everything God told him to do. It took him over 120, about 120 years, but he did it. He overcame all obstacles because his eyes were on God and not the situation. Not what was going on around him. He kept focused. He is presented in the Bible as a righteous man. Ezekiel 14.14 14. A preacher of righteousness. Second Peter 2 Peter 2.5 So Noah walked with God. There ended the study on, on Genesis chapter 6. Any question if you have any question?